Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Subject to Improvement podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about the messy process of evolving as a human being through the lens of leadership, conflict resolution, influence, and mindset, amongst other lenses. I am your host, Susanna Margison. So this weekend, I majorly stepped out of my my comfort zone. I started a course, which I will describe as a hypnosis-based coaching course, but it is so much more than that, and it's giving me so many more tools than just hypnosis. Now, before I go any further, let me just get ahead of what might be going through some of your brains right now and just say that I know. I was a bit skeptical, too. I used to hear the word hypnosis and think unfairly, quote, snake oil, woo, multi-level marketing company. Okay, not not quite that, but you get my drift. Like I used to think of it and I used to be like, mm, not sure I can trust it. Now, being a lawyer makes me two things. It makes me very risk aware, which also means I'm good at my job. So that's thing number one. And thing number two is very cynical. I like evidence. I like proof. My favorite F word is not faith. Like, faith is not a litigation strategy. Faith is not a conflict resolution strategy. So I am very, very big on where's the evidence to back this stuff up? Where's the foundation? Like, how can I explain the results that you're telling me will come out of the tool that you're presenting to me? So when I thought, notice the past tense there, of hypnosis, I would think of the creepy snake from the Jungle Book, you know, the one whose name is Ka, and his weird spirally eyes in the Disney movie. Now, I hate snakes, and come to think of it, I'm not sure I'm wild about spirals either because I get some mad motion sickness. So I was fairly surprised, honestly, when I found myself going back to thinking about taking a course based in coaching the unconscious mind, and for that matter, using hypnosis to access the unconscious mind. I went with it. I trusted my instincts and I signed up and I was not steered wrong. So the first leg of the course was this weekend. This is, it's a three month intensive course. Like I do not do the coaching courses where it's like you're certified in a weekend. You pay 30 bucks and you're certified in a weekend. I don't even know if those exist, but coaching's not regulated. So it wouldn't surprise me if it was. I like to do really intense courses, like professional intense courses. So the first leg of the course was this weekend. And to say that I was super impressed with how well the tools I learned actually worked is an understatement. Like, it is a total understatement. So bottom line, I got hypnotized twice, and each time the results blew my mind. So the first time was on Saturday. And as part of this, um, as part of this tool, essentially what this tool was offering was a ticket into the unconscious mind, but without having to meditate. I'm not very good at meditation. My brain is like all over the place. I like to be thinking. I have, you know, the thoughts and I'm not very good at letting that thought come and float away. Like I will jump on the thought train and go where the thought is going. So meditation has never truly worked for me as something that I could trust as a go-to. But apparently hypnosis does. So the first day I got my ticket to my unconscious mind and I was hanging out, you know, in this state of wonderful relaxation. And they asked me to picture something that I liked doing. So I did that. And the thing I liked doing, I chose something that makes me really happy. It's sort of my happy place. And this might be cheesy and nauseating and I'm really fucking sorry about that. But my happy place is when I'm sandwiched between my husband and my dog. 
like, you know, we're all kind of spooning each other. So I like it when my dog kind of puts her back up against my my belly and my chest and I can kind of snuggle up to her. And I really, really like feeling safe in my husband's arms. Totally cheesy and corny. I get that. I'm sorry, but it's the truth. Now, I can recreate the snuggling with my husband because, you know, he's a human being. I can have a discussion and say, hey, can I have a cuddle? Like, I want a cuddle. But my dog, Orla, for those of you who follow me on social media, probably know she's got quite a personality. She does not do things that she doesn't want to do. And she doesn't always love, like, snuggling right up into my my chest and belly like that. So I would say it's probably about a once in every four-month occurrence. So... It fucking happened on Saturday night. Long story short, it happened. And yes, there was a part of me that was like, ooh, we're going to lay down to watch a movie. Like maybe I'll arrange the furniture and see if I can encourage this to happen. But when the dog actually did snuggle up, there was a, I was sitting there kind of like, holy shit. Like, I don't know if this is a coincidence or not, but data point, right? Like I was like, very interesting. This is very interesting. I will come back tomorrow and see what we can do. The next day, Sunday, I was anxious. Like I have an anxious brain. I have an anxiety disorder. And sometimes when that anxiety shows up, it is pervasive. Like I will say that my anxious brain has shown up for work as a way to like kind of try to chill myself out. But I was sitting in this course, like sitting here in my chair, a complete bundle of nerves. And the thing that was bothering me was that I batch my social media content. So what that means is that I film it all pretty much at once and then we drip it out like over the course of a couple of weeks. And you may have figured that out because if you look at my TikTok or my Instagram, for example, you'll see that there's like a clump of videos where I'm wearing the same thing and I've got the same hairdo. And that's because honestly, guys, I can't be bothered to try to trick you into thinking that I do it every single day because I don't. I prioritize my clients over-marketing, and I would way rather honestly be spending my time sitting in with my clients and being present with them than trying to market and get more clients. So I batched my social media content. And last week was a very busy client week, and I didn't get to it. And so I was stressing because I work with a team, and I didn't want to let the team down. Like The team's waiting on me to do my thing, and they've put time aside to help me, and I'm very big on respecting that because I know what that's like. So I was starting to stress out because not only had I not done my homework, I was also potentially going to be letting my team down. So my inner critic was really, really like she was on fire on Sunday. And I was I was freaking out. And at about 4.30 in the afternoon, we had a break and I went downstairs and talked to my husband and said, I don't know how I'm going to do this. And I was feeling defeated. Like I was feeling tired. I w- probably had a little bit of a headache. Like I was just like ready to give up. You know, that that thing where you're just like, fuck it. And you throw, th- you know, throw papers across the room or whatever. I've, I'm not, I don't do that, but I, I was definitely in that headspace. So I didn't think I was going to get my filming done. I was sort of mentally preparing myself to write to the team and let them know. And and it just was not a nice feeling. And I show up back to the course still feeling super fucking anxious. And we tried another coaching tool, which happened to be based in hypnosis. And I pictured myself having completed my filming and having, you know, feeling calm about it, feeling happy, feeling like I'd actually helped people with my filming and just kind of allowed myself to go there. And, and I think, I think it's fair to say I was probably hypnotized. Like I was hypnotized. So we end the class. It's been, you know, a long day, six o'clock. It normally takes me hours to do my filming, like hours. And long story short, 
I got it done in an hour and 15 minutes. I did something like 15 videos in an hour and 15 minutes and the content flowed and I felt really good. It felt like it was going to be helpful. It was amazing. And then on top of that, on top of finishing my filming, I then went and worked out, which I wasn't anticipating doing because I was so tired like a couple of hours earlier. And it was just, it was incredible. I was, I just, I could not explain it other than to say that the coaching tool must have worked because on paper and in my brain, it wasn't going to happen. So this got my attention. I was very interested by this and my mind was blown. Like my mind was blown as somebody who's never really meditated, as somebody who has to get really in the weeds. I have to get very analytical with my thoughts. And and I sometimes I say to my clients, like, I will lawyer against your inner bully for you. But my process is to like dissect what's going on and figure out like what's the thought underneath everything. And then I'll go and I'll neutralize the thought by uh, well, frankly, lawyering it, but I, it's a bit of a process and it's very helpful for my clients. Like it's great, but you have to be in a very calm and stable state of mind in order to access that data from, you know, analyzing your behavior sometimes. And what they said to me when I was first diagnosed with anxiety was that the first thing they were going to do was settle me down. The first thing they did was give me medication because they said, if you're not in a calm place, no no amount of therapy is going to help you. And I think that that is a gap, right? Like that is a gap with some coaching because if you're sitting there freaking the fuck out, you're not going to be amenable to being coached. So it was very, very interesting to me that I could have a result I wanted without having to do that analysis and kind of dissection of my behavior and looking at my my thoughts and, the, and that type of thing. I thought it was very interesting that within the span of about 10 minutes, I could put myself in a headspace where I could go and do my filming and have it actually be really great. Hugely interesting. And yeah, I cannot wait for the next class. Now, this is important. And why I'm sharing this with you is because your brain is either going to be your biggest asset or your biggest liability when you're managing conflict or when you're dealing with an asshole or when you're in a high stakes situation. This is science, right? This is like your brain will go into fight or flight mode. And when you're in fight or flight mode, your vision actually narrows. So you're not really able to see the big picture. We can like gaslight ourselves into thinking that we have all the facts when we don't. And a lot of us shoot from the hip. A lot of us act in default mode when we're in that flight or flight, fight or flight mode. And so what happens is that a lot of us know this inherently. But then we get frustrated when our tools for calming ourselves down don't work. And of course we would because the stakes are high and our brain is having a fucking field day. So it's very exciting to be bringing you more tools that can help. And it's very exciting to start rolling this out with my existing clients. And even on some of my consult calls, people are like, yeah, 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 can we, can we try that? And it's cool because it fucking works. But the other reason why I mention this is because people are often surprised when I tell them that You can't effectively deal with an asshole. You can't effectively deal with a PR crisis. You can't effectively deal with something that's on fire if your brain is also freaking out, but also if you haven't dealt with some of the inner wounds that the situation may have caused because it will come back to haunt you. I sometimes think of it as a conflict hangover or a situation hangover, and that's where your confidence has been so rattled that you are just full of self-doubt. And your brain can adapt to feeling like shit. It can become addicted to feeling like shit. And it can also tell you that if you don't feel like shit and you're addicted to feeling like shit, that something's wrong. 
So we often end up in this like crazy spiral. There's that word again. I don't like spirals. I've decided. Um, and we can feel like we don't know what to do. We can feel like it's just sort of like we're, we can't get out of the vortex. The interesting thing though is that the brain can also adapt and become used to feeling powerful. And even though the brain might have rewired itself to become used to feeling like shit, it can also rewire itself and become used to feeling better and become used to feeling powerful. And we can also create those feelings and create those connections in our brain through these coaching tools. So it can be incredibly, incredibly effective. But if you don't manage the inner wound component, if you don't do the inner work, then you're basically continuing to set yourself up for failure because you can handle the outer stuff, but your energy really does dictate everything. The energy you bring to a situation, the attitude you bring to a situation will speak volumes for you before you even say anything. Before you even open your mouth, you will have set yourself up either for success or failure. And so if we can use a coaching tool to help you use that fact to your advantage, then that's amazing. That is a superpower and that is a secret weapon. So I am very excited to keep learning. I am very excited to bring you guys along with me on this journey as I learn about this stuff and as I see it work for my clients and for that matter, as I see it work for myself. And bringing it back to the name of this podcast, we are all subject to improvement. Like nobody comes out of the womb totally perfect. And I think as I've embraced that idea that I can learn things and that I can be open to new things, even when I historically would have said, no, I'm not interested in that. There's nothing to it. It has just paid off absolutely massively. So thank you for joining me. Thank you for being with me on this journey as I continue my own self-improvement. And I look forward to hearing about yours. Have a great day, everybody. Once again, this has been the Subject to Improvement podcast, and I am your host, Susanna Margison.